I need, I think I need another cheeseburger. Now we can get going. Murr, you're back fresh off your vacation from Orlando with the fam. I saw the picture. Young William was grinning ear to fucking ear. But uh, let's be honest. Did you witness Mickey fuck Minnie? Did that happen? Did you witness fucking mouse, uh, animalistic, Bukakian with Goofy in the corner? Get her, get her, Mickey. I was waiting. I there was one part of the park that was closed, and I was what I just kept walking by going, like, Sorry, folks, park's closed. I don't know if anybody else fucking got that reference at all because most people there were much younger than I was. Damn, that's a good pool, though. Yeah, if if you're doing it spot on, too, if you're like giving out the old, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, folks. If you want, <laughs> if you walk another quarter mile, you can watch Donald jerk off into his duck hands. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you, man. Um, Chick Fil A now has better customer service than Walt Disney World. I'd say they're 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 not far below the Chick Fil A employee, but I think Disney has accepted all makes and models of human being. Uh, no one is. It's not Mister. It's not Sir. It's not Mister. It's not Ma'am. It's a uh, excuse me, friends. Hello, travelers. They don't call you anything that involves calling you a human species. It's like friends. Always done that. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's how that's like the whole fucking shtick. What weirded me out the most was yesterday. uh, I guess we were in the way of somebody taking a picture like like professional picture. And the uh, the park person was like, yeah, excuse me. And I guess they were saying multiple things like travelers, citizens. And they found like, excuse me, human friends. I was like, what? Nice. I was like, I'll get out of the way. Jesus Christ. Where the fuck are we? But the one thing I noticed that I really wanted to get your guys' take on, so we went to Hollywood Studios, and if you haven't seen what Hollywood Studios is all about now, huge Star Wars section of the park. You walk in, and you're on Tatooine. You're fucking there, dude. There's a full, I mean full-scale Millennium Falcon there. Uh, There's a full-scale TIE Fighter there. Uh, There's a full-scale X-Wing there. And it, you walk in there and just... It's like, holy shit. They got the cantina, everything. You're in another world. And I noticed something, though. You go into the souvenir shops, and let's just say the less attractive Disney employees seem to be manning that particular <laughs> section of the park. <laughs> like, mm. I mean... And, and I'm wondering, is this by design or is this just coincidence that the three and a half foot Asian man with the soupy eye that didn't open was the dude running the shop where they sold the stuffed animals of all the strange sideshow freak pets? Is that a coincidence or is that just good old fashioned Disney casting? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Good I, Disney cast. I certainly don't think uh, it, it, this is one of those situations where <clears throat> you want to say, you know, we're all equal, uh, equal opportunity employers. But if you think you have a civil suit lined up <clears throat> against good old Walt Disney, best of luck to you. I hope you have Johnny Cochran times 30 because uh, you're going <laughs> to fucking need it. Like, you know, I just, he put me in the, in the gift shop because of my looks. Like, yep, we did. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry. You know what it is? Though? That guy probably knows like all the Star Wars lore that you have never even fathomed in your life. You know what I mean? Like it's where he belongs, kind of. Mm, is that a symptom of his looks? Did he not get along with other travelers, <laughs> fellow humans? It's, it's entirely so, possible. Yeah. So, so he studied up on 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 paralinks and phalinks and I don't know what the fuck words are. Yeah. Quartwirls. Nerd shit. <laughs> yeah. He finally, like, you know, one in every million uh, uh, travelers or human travelers uh, in, in, in their lingo knows, like, goodbye and dida. Like, oh, you know that language, too. Oh, my God. Dude, Come to the was... back room. <laughs> I got to admit, man, some of their shit, though wildly overpriced, was pretty cool. Like, if you really legit want to dress like a Jedi, like, they, they have a shopkeeper. And they will measure you out, and they'll say, "All right, now lower your hands and make sure everything's just past the fingertips at a certain point." It was, it was something. Yeah, but I gotta say, sweet. they let way too many people into that fucking park. We oh, rode yeah. three rides in five hours on one day. Damn, that's yeah. fucking. So a, a, a that's, that's ride every hour and twenty minutes. Roughly that, yeah. Every ride was like had like a ninety to one hundred and twenty five minute wait time. I'm not gonna say like that. Obviously, is not worth it. But were the rides in those instances for those fleeting moments fun? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But I still wouldn't categorize like like you know you you got the the scales of justice right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. they definitely like are if you had to wait one hundred and twenty five minutes for a ride at Hershey Park. Those scales wouldn't move. But yeah, you get on Guardians of the Galaxy and you're like, holy shit, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. I'm not saying it made it worth it, but it definitely tilted the scales a little bit closer to even. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why you do it, right? Like, you know, you wouldn't put yourself, like you said, you wouldn't put yourself through that for fucking like the new wooden coaster at fucking Six Flags. Like, but the Guardians of the Galaxy experience. Well, maybe I'll wait. Maybe I'll wait an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm the here. Dolly, I'm a long way away. The home. Dollywood Double D Dixie Cup Dipper. <laughs> yeah, at least that's <laughs> yeah. two hours, at least. Yeah, it's this, this is where... Did you make it... I'm trying to think of this, because I go to Florida. I go to the Orlando area every three years, but the, the family all... So like the people with kids go to a lot more than I go to, but... Three years ago, I did go to just before COVID hit the area, whatever park has the actual Harry Potter experience. It's like literally like four city blocks that are just authentic as fuck in terms of is it universal? Okay, it's not Disney. Well, but it's the area. I know it's not not part of the Disney, but uh, we we did that. And you you talk about things being up, sold up. Obviously, the ticket prices on these things are going to be exponentially more than you thought they were going to be going in there but they had the wands mm. the, the 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 magician's wands and they had the cheap ass little fucking rinky dink plastic ones they had nice ones and then they had nice ones that also were interactive throughout the, the Harry Potter experience they actually could make like doors fly open and things like that and they they pleaded like hell. my cousins pleaded like hell with their parents and my their dad was just like Yes, it's interactive. You pay more for it. And when we leave here, you'll cease to interact with the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a uh I've got a two hundred and seven dollar 
uh, BB-8-esque droid that came home in the uh, the airplane with us. We uh, it was a, it was 110, but you could build it yourself. You could get the uh, the uh, the the personality chip, mm-hmm. and yeah, they get you. And you and you could like su- and you got to build it yourself. I think I said that twice because I think that's the only options you got. <laughs> and, and so we yeah. So they let us. This is such. I gotta give Disney credit for this. So you up me by a hundred dollars. You double sold me a product that you didn't have to have manufactured in China because I literally paid to build it for you in your fucking sweatshop factory that was made to look like a sweatshop factory on Tatooine with the gigantic woman who had a fucking lazy eye and a hair lip. That's what I got to do. Way to go, Disney. You fucking figured out how to fucking just dedicate yourself to authenticity. They got you. She came straight from the cantina, straight from that (laughs) cast. (laughs) Damn, you should have got a lightsaber, though. I'm not going to lie. I, I, you know, believe me, I thought about it, but I felt like if I bought him a lightsaber, then I was going to get jealous and need a lightsaber, and then I was going to spend double the money on a lightsaber. Because believe me, they also had a lightsaber building academy there oh, as yeah. well. I know, I've heard. Yeah. What good would a Jedi be without someone from the Darth, you know, the dark side? You got to have the yin to the yang. If young William's a Jedi, Andrew, you can't, you got to have a. A red lightsaber to duel with him. Well, well see, out. like I thought, I thought that I read somewhere that the fucking certain colors of them fucking crystals that make your lightsaber certain colors are very hard to find. It becomes yeah. like a whole oh, fucking there's, thing. There's a trading yeah. depot uh, on yeah. the premises for the dorks that want to come in and pull off yeah. that kind of shenanigans. Um, yeah. But I, I do have another question about my child: if I should be worried about this or not. So, when you get to pick the personality chip for your droid. They lay out three rows, and they say, these are the heroes. They're a part of the Rebel Alliance. This is the bounty hunters. And these, well, these are the dark ones. These are the bad guys. They work for the uh, the, the New Order. And then I'm looking at William. I'm like, all right, buddy, these are the good guys. These are the guys that don't fight for anybody, and these are the bad guys. And he's like, he <laughs> straight goes for the red chip. I'm like, well, those are the bad guys. You sure? He's like, and he shakes his head up and down. Yeah, I'm like, you sure? You don't want to? And the other, he's like, no, I'll take it. I was like, buddy, why, why do you want a bad guy? He's like, daddy, sometimes I think evil things. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, we're not going to question it. Let him get the evil chip. Maybe he can just play this out in the droid and it won't fucking come to fruition in his actual body. That, that's what young William leads with when he goes to the counselor at the elementary school that he attends. <laughs> think evil. William, you... Yeah, sometimes I think evil things. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, just don't act it's, on them. It's probably fucking. It's it, it, it's probably so asinine. He probably thinks like every young boy thinks about stomping on an anthill. Well, you know? I I did ask him about it later, and he he just said I think it's more fun to do the mean things when you pretend. And I said, okay, that's okay. fair. I'll yeah. take that as that's or that's a really coy answer, and you've become really yeah. good at. <laughs> <laughs> He's Don't Jedi mind. Like you know what? Let me let me go back and kind of smooth this over. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You think about it. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Don't Jedi mind. Fuck me, you little yeah. shit. <laughs> Don't you be doing that. Uh-uh. I'm the original Jedi. All right, I'm the original Jedi. <laughs> but all in all, I'd say good trip. Uh, very tiring. Very exhausting. It's not what I remember it to be. 
I think in the eyes of a child, though, walking through like the doors of a city street and seeing an entire new magical land unfold before you, I think that's where the magic lies. I got choked up a couple times. He was real happy. He gave me more hugs than I've gotten in the last three years. So mm. I think it all worked out. And this is a, a multi-hug. This is like a, a couple dozen hugs consolidated oh, yeah. in a week. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, we got the. He's he just turned nine. His birthday was yesterday, so he turned nine in the Magic Kingdom. Ooh. So. I mean, I don't think, I think for once I can pat myself on the back for like a good parenting vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I was going to ask you now on the flip side of things, were you annoyed? How annoyed were you from a one to a 10 that uh, the state of Florida disables all gambling on your phone and you could not open DraftKings? Okay. This is, <laughs> this is actually a blessing and a curse because... <laughs> I uh, I tried opening DraftKings several times, flying over states that I knew it was available, and it was like DraftKings was like, nah, fuck you, dude. I know you're in the air. It ain't gonna happen. And then of course I would have placed most of my bets on the Orioles in some capacity to do much more than they performed. So it saved me a lot of money in retrospect. The fact that I couldn't open the DraftKings act to uh, to make any bets, so it worked out sadly. Yeah, that's annoying. I think I th- the la- when I was down there in January, same thing. Couple because it was the NFL playoffs, <clears throat> and I was thinking like, yeah, I do. Oh God, I've been doing my homework. I got my spreadsheets out. Wait a minute, fuck Florida. God damn it, this is what I would have done. Ooh, you would have fucked up, fucked up big time. It's like college bowl season two. Ugh. Well, Maybe then I got. Weird. Then tonight, again, clusterfuck of a night for us getting back and all that. And then it was seven fifty-five. I'm like, oh, all the sports are getting ready to start. DraftKings. So I just like, I just made bets without even thinking. I was like, I'll take this stat and this stat and I'll mix it with this stat and this stat and this stat. And we'll put five bucks on that one. Let's go. And I made like 10 of those bets. So I'm going to have a bad night, I think. Yeah. It's like when, it's like when you, uh, when you haven't had internet porn like a week and you got the house to yourself. Like, ooh, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll make it comfy for this one. Yeah, everybody's getting in bed here real soon, so let's wrap this up. <laughs> uh, middle class holes, everyone. <clears throat> Recently returned from a Mickey and Minnie Bukaki session, Murr, Alan, and Foxman. So, Alan, you wear many hats here at the middle class holes. You're an international uh uh a political sex correspondent, political sex scandal correspondent. Uh, I feel as though you, you're kind of one of our, our liaisons for bridging the gap between Wikipedia, uh, dictionaries, fact-finding, really just kind of cleaning up uh, Murr and I's lack for detail. And by lack, I mean just none. Um, but uh, the, the middle class hole is definitely our conspiracy theory correspondent and leading oh, yeah. experts. And you and Murr feel as though you hit the jackpot with a recent uh, a recent exposure out in the great state of Colorado. Well, I got to first applaud you for actually going with this because Alan and I were really yeah. just goading you on with uh, sending you yeah. multiple stories about a Bigfoot sighting from a train. No, listen, I like when I say this is the show agenda. What the fuck? What do you think? I'm gonna pull an audible on you guys? A fucking a, 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 pull pull an audible at the line of scrimmage? Like, mm, no, we're not going with Bigfoot. We're going with uh uh uh. Well, we do it to annoy you, and we—I guess—I'm kind of thrown for—I'm—I'm uh, uh, thrown—I'm thrown off a little bit because I really didn't expect you to—to—to uh, to, to choose this to go with. But, but yeah, Alan, uh, explain to the man why this is such a significant find uh, in the 21st century. 
yeah, I mean, dude, we've seen the we've all seen the footage, right? Like we've all, have we've all watched it at this point. I know yeah. I have. Mark, so probably. Oh, Wes yeah, sounds like you might have watched like a couple seconds of it and then wrote it off. But no, <laughs> watch it all. Okay, it's it's give me some other explanation. I'm I'm like it's hard for me to like. It, sure, it, I guess it could be some sort of fucking elaborate stunt, but you got to start to fucking at least be like, hmm, that's weird. That the thing that Wes thinks is absolutely 100% not possible on this fucking planet. That looks like kind of sort of maybe it's possible. That's all I'm saying. And if it is, that's like one of the biggest zoological fucking findings it, it it stops to be a crypto zoolog like it stops being kind of conspiracy theory nut jobby to like actual human anthropology fucking discovery in our lifetime which is fucking wild and before Wes answers there's two points I'd like to make one of them is this you know we've got all the UFO alien stuff coming out now they were hiding that they were making people sound like a fool for that and then you've got this um, the second thing I'd like to say, and I'm not saying it's Bigfoot, I'm saying we know where this thing is, right? So now, the thing that I've always wanted to do is triangulate and actually explore and see if it's out there. Because this thing, supposedly this thing was taking a shit. That's the way I saw the story. That's why I clicked the link. Someone found Bigfoot taking a shit from a train. And when, I, when you see it stand up, it's like, holy shit, what is that? And then it sits down, and you're like, where did it go? Like, the camo on this thing was, like, unreal. Like, unless he moves, you don't know that's a thing. So how many times have people walked right past him and not seen him? Wes. Okay. So I, I do want to clean up a few things that I muttered uh, today while you guys were lambasting me and, and poking fun of me for just my general uh, uh, interest in all things, I guess, Bigfoot, Yeti, uh, UFO, yada, yada. So... Okay, so first of all, I, I didn't have sound on. I first the, the footage is taken from a train. So the couple are on a, a tenth uh, tenth wedding anniversary, and it's a tour Colorado train. Uh, it looks to be you know you're just going through the mountains. It's, be, it's beautiful actually. You're kind of if anything, this is kind of selling me on a on a getaway uh, vacation type spot. Oh, so yeah, yeah it looks no, cool. Let me clarify for you. So it is a train okay. ride from. Durango to Silverton, which just sounds old timey. It sounds yeah. like yeah. where people probably only mined for gold. Like, yeah. So anyway, continue. I feel like that, that got muttered in Wyatt Earp, the movie. Yeah. You, know, the, yeah exactly. you headed to Durango? Nope. Nope. We're going down to Grierton. Oh. Just came out of Silverton. I didn't even know there yeah. was a Durango. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They, they always end it with a hum, 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 hum. <laughs> You got to smoke. So then I said, it looks like a drone, but it says she has the Nikon. Well, okay, this, this explains the quality of the footage and why it's moving because they're in a train. And her Nikon camera uh was was also snapping to some photo but most dslr cameras have a video option that's what's taken that being said it does remind me and later on in this uh, article it just basically says it's, it looks more to be like a hd of the 1967 uh colorado bigfoot was it the patterson gimlin film that was actually just a person in in you know in a bear costume that's, and the, got that's the classic like yeah 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 uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I mean, I'll agree with you, Murr. Sure. If the state of Colorado wants to spend some money to get, you know, I don't know, 40, 50 people out there on a, on a hunt. And of course you get the experts from the FX channel that know, you know, the Bigfoot hunters get the, you know, the oh, real well, the guy the, and the one chick. Yep. Definitely. The actual experts, uh, yeah. along with some DNR and some state officials, and then what? You just create a perimeter and just box it in, just box it in, and then of course you throw a net. You set some booby traps. You shoot a net. Uh, you lure it in with some Jack Link's beef jerky, and you fucking whip the goddamn thing. Well, that would definitely work. <laughs> the, the the only okay, I'm not saying it couldn't be a person. I'm I'm willing to admit this is one yeah. where like I do feel we like want to it... watch it in a minute just like when you're done. Mer- sure, okay, sure. Right. You, you can yeah. you can go ahead and start pulling it up now while I'm while yeah. I'm chatting here. Um, it could be a person, but if it is a person, it is a person who didn't expect to be seen. It's a person who's been living in the wilderness, has skinned their own deer, and worn the carcass as a cloak. Like that's the only other explanation that I could see for this two second video, which I've obviously become an expert on. Um, over the last uh, twenty five minutes, um. so you, you don't you don't think there's any way that someone threw a kind of a, a, th- a thrown together Bigfoot costume and did this as a hoax for these train goers, these people who know a a touristy vacationy train was going to be coming by? Like maybe 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 we'll make some headlines with this sucker. I wasn't under the impression that it was a touristy like train. I, I was under the impression that it was just like yes, there's a train that runs you from point A to point B. It would just seem that if this person wanted to be spotted out there, huh. A, would have gotten a little bit closer. B, um, they'd been out there for a long time. This doesn't seem, <laughs> this isn't like an Amtrak that comes by every 15 minutes. Like, this is like a it's twice a, a day train. It's a dedicated practical joke. Yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah, it's like a one time in the morning and a one time at night train. So he's like, I'm going to just assume that someone's running video on the train in the middle of nothing just to get spotted for a hoax or the person on the train is in on it. That's the only, if that's the case, then yes, I can agree with your logic, Wes. Okay. And, and to be, I I don't necessarily know if this is is a train specific for sightseeing. I do know that this is what this couple used it for, but I can't, I can't verify this very well might just be a commuter train. Um, but either way it's cool. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll share here and we will, we will have a gander. All right, because I I do want to like kind of go over it with you guys to make sure one I saw the same video that you saw, and two that it is yeah I mean look out okay so it's this desolate little ravine. I'm gonna blow it up first. Yeah. And Do the this. No, yeah, okay. no, one next to it. Yeah, there you go. Okay, and then see like I'm looking. There it is. Okay, dude. I mean. Down. I thought it got back up. It does. I mean, it's just kind of like hunching back and forth. I, I, I mean, it looks like it literally is like stopping to take a dump and then like, and you, I've seen. Look, I've seen videos of like people in Walmart taking power dumps because that's. Yeah, it's it, if if it is Bigfoot, it's definitely neurotic as hell because its head keeps cocking up and down. Like, <laughs> I think it's. Like, I guess. Oh, fuck. I when lost. you take when you take a dump, you know you're at your most vulnerable for prey or for predators. So you, know, you always had to be on the. Uh, always had to I'm be on the look. So like, look, a couple of observations. I don't know. We gotta we gotta take into account, right? Like, it could definitely be a person. I 
it's always it's never out of the realm of possibility. But fucking that looks like a pretty remote fucking cliffside. Like how, how are you getting up there? If you again, this is where like all the hoax shit comes in. Like sometimes people do, it and you're like, all right, you were like at a mall, buddy. You could have easily got a suit and put that on. But like when people are on the side of a fucking mountain that a train from 1882 runs by, I tend to be like, hmm, that seems like a lot of fucking work to, mm. to get up there and do this hoaxing. And I think its movements are very interesting. I think that's kind of the the key. Like some fucking dickbag analyst somewhere are gonna are gonna look at that and like measure its gait against the fucking scope of the fucking mountain and tell us that it's either is or isn't something. But it definitely is more movement and like it fucking interesting than I've seen in other videos. Yeah. So first of all, uh, just to give you some. Uh, numbers on this the it's the San Juan National Forest uh, in this train ride covers roughly 1.8 million acres of mostly untouched wilderness so yeah yeah, yeah if it, 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 it's a hell of it's a hell of a hoax maybe it, maybe it's the train uh, it's a, maybe it's the train organization trying to get some free press I, I wouldn't be I look bottom I mean, line is be. yeah you're in weed country it would be a great like way to say like Put a fucking dispensary at both ends of the line. Be like, all right, folks, we're gonna go grind this. This is where the Bigfoot was spotted. Let's get ourselves nice and blitzed up and see what we see. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> and and if you are gonna pull off a hoax in this era, you do have to dedicate yourself to it. And I'm not even playing devil's advocate. I'm actually kind of going against my own like want for it to be Bigfoot. If you were going to do it. This is how you do it. You would say, when are you guys going to Colorado? Uh, I don't know, sometime mid-October. All right, I'm going to go hiking out in this national forest. I'm going to grab a Chewbacca suit that I just recently bought at the uh, cantina in Disney World from a three-foot-tall Asian man with a soupy eye, and I'm going to head on out there, and hopefully you see me. Please, I'll be out by the rocks. Like, you know what I mean? They had to know where to film, too, and that ain't easy easy doing you see how you see how easily it blends into the background yeah yeah it's kind of wild oh, and this fucking uh right. just i'm on the i'm on the uh the trains website this is this is old-timey rocky mountain fucking train man like it's literally going through things that like humans in the 1800s shouldn't have been able to traverse it's like okay so you get you get what I mean? Like like I mean pull up the website real quick and you'll just be like, Oh, oh. It's on like snowy cliffs that are imminent death if the train falls off of it. You know what I mean? Like again, so it's not like easy terrain to get to, but I mean, also true. Train train companies got lots of money to waste. What's it called? Is that out there Colorado or is that something that uh, I... it's called DurangoTrain.org. You know, it's you know, it's probably even fucking tax free, man. Mm. <laughs> tax exempt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like legitimate steam engines with. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like I told you, it yeah. has been in continuous uh, fucking use since 1882. It's like wild, wild west style. Yeah, but a lot less like gadgety. Yeah, <laughs> like there were <was, laughs> steampunk spiders walking around. <laughs> yeah, there were there were heists on this train. Uh -huh. 
Well, that that I mean, okay, so I guess the consensus is if the train company denies it, and then anyone else that might be in on the plot is denies it. Murray, you think that a search party needs to get uh, get out to the depths of Colorado and start fucking grinding, start picking up poop, and be like, "Nope, that's not Bigfoot poop." All right, <laughs> next. Yes. <laughs> I think that if this is the most credible sighting in, I don't know, how many decades, then I would be willing to lay the legend of Bigfoot to rest if they took it seriously and investigated it to the nth degree and said, you guys said this was Bigfoot. All you dorks out there, all you fucking mouth breathers said, this is Bigfoot, here's proof. Are we willing to agree with that? And they're like, yes. And then you say, all right, we're going to use the entire might of the United States military. They, hold on. They, they, they said yes, but they also work at the uh, at, at, at a, a particular portion of Disney, right? Yeah. <laughs> Only where you can buy things. Yeah, it's qua- the, the, the Quasimodo store. <laughs> for the, uh, they, whatever, Hunchback of Notre Dame. They sell Chewbacca uh, costumes. <laughs> so, so the mouth breathers go, yes, and then... God. And then you get the entire, like, uh, I don't know, like, um, canvassing authority of the United States military, and they go out, and they find whatever's out there, or at least evidence of it, and they, they, they either confirm or deny it. And unless they, unless they confirm it's nothing, then you got to continue to believe that there's something out there. Well, dude, uh, this is just a side note, but, like, I watched a documentary... I have to look it up again. It's on Netflix or fucking Hulu or something like that. But it was researchers in Africa found a fucking cave that is the oldest. It is now the new oldest fucking remnant of like pre-human doing ritual burial. So for the longest time, we were the only ones to... Uh, any of our extended ancestors and or any any homo erectus whatsoever fucking we were the only ones who did ritual burial there's one like we were i guess I believed to have found to do that about 250,000 years ago this group of people in africa was doing it 500,000 years ago mm. fucking a full quarter of a fucking millennia fucking before us and so i just found it fast so again this shit Absolutely can exist, and that's all I want fucking West to acknowledge. I'm not saying that it does. I'm saying that it fucking can. <laughs> See, and this is where Alan and I, like, we rarely agree on things. This is where we agree. We're not saying that it does. We're saying that it can. And mm-hmm. we just want people to stop. Because I feel like skepticism is absolutely fine. It's welcomed, actually. But denialism, I don't know if that's a real word or not, but denialism is, 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 a, is a terrible thing. Not have that in your heart, because that it's, just means everything you see, you will say, "Nope, not that." I'm just saying, like, that. Eh, let's check it out. It's a, it's a root word of not being a nihilist, and I mean, hey, <laughs> look, I'm just saying, I would be the first motherfucker to be like, "That's not Bigfoot," but I would also not be like, "That's not big, not 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 Bigfoot," if that makes sense, maybe. Yeah. I'll be dead honest with you, too. When I clicked the link and I saw the thing, I was like, ah, fuck, man. I'm getting ready to be disappointed. And then I watched it, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, okay, I will get, like, for any listeners who want to follow up on this, I will say, it. you know, if that's, this is kind of like, uh, remember Signs? Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, well, we have word that this is real deal. If this is real deal, this is fucking quality shit. This is not some like shadow or like, oh, this is enhanced imaging from a black and white night thing. Like, I don't, dude, that looks like a fucking tree that moved in the wind. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, this is broad daylight. Mm -hmm. Thing gets up. It's about seven feet tall. Sits down to take a shit. And his head goes up about three or four times because he's either having orgasming while he takes a dump or he's really (laughs) neurotic about someone biting him in his back while he takes a dump. Or both. I don't know. You got (laughs) raw bark squeezing past that colon, man. I mean, you know. (laughs) You know what, Wes? That's probably one of the finest points that all three of us would have made here and that's the fact that it's it's 2023 that shit was taking on a, a fucking at the very least a camera that fucking couldn't have even been fathomed when fucking old 32 millimeter fucking gimlin film was fucking filmed you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. like you can hear the ticking in that fucking in that particular fucking film <laughs> yeah you know right, what i mean right. like so I get that. If you be, you could be skeptical. Actually, you should probably be less skeptical, honestly. But fucking, yeah, this shit looks great on a fucking whatever they filmed it on. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's it, they say Nikon. It could be a Nikon, whatever the, the could, cool pick cool or something. Yeah. They, they, they all shoot in 1080. So yeah. either way, <clears throat> fuck it. Could, it wouldn't even matter. It could be your fucking. It could be your iPhone or your fucking, preferably your Samsung, fucking, yeah. like. <laughs> it's just a better camera. It's not my fault. Look, <laughs> but that even that shit these days would give you this quality of fucking film. So like, yeah, it's it gets harder to not believe as much. Yeah, check it out though. Later on, the the like the third or second to last uh, sentence in the article says someone even tagged Joe Rogan. Apparently, the hopes that the podcast would uh, would investigate the video himself. Well, folks. Look no further. The middle class holes just deep dived into that fucker. Joe Rogan, eat your fucking heart out. The middle class holes. Well, Rogan has talked about recently how he's given up hope on Bigfoot, even though he still, you know, he still holds hope. But the fact that these, as Alan has said, these twats still have this show on was is Discovery? I don't know. What the fuck is. It's probably on TLC because that's how yeah. far the fucking channel has fallen. <laughs> he's just talked about how sal- how sad it is, how it's made a mockery of the Bigfoot. Uh, hunt the real Bigfoot people. Like he even feels bad for like Les Stroud, who actually went looking for Bigfoot. Yeah. Because he he that's the thing is that guy, the guy that everybody said was superior to Bear Grylls, was like like basically tarnished his own reputation by going out searching for Bigfoot himself because even he believed it. Yeah, I mean he was a bitch though. Yeah, we've talked about that. He's always bitching. <laughs> bitching. That's why you fake things. Because if you do it for real, you become a curmudgeoning asshole. Yeah. 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 Like, when you're I get fucking... it, guy, but it's not I don't want to hear you bitch no more. When I'm, you're... I'm gonna go watch Bear Grylls teach me how to get out of quicksand. All right. Fuck off. Yeah, when you're malnourished. Uh, cold and or hot, and you constantly have to think about how you're going to set up the next shot in order to produce really good television. Yeah, you're a bit cranky. Like, there's two cranky. versions of drinking your own urine. There's fucking whimsical English lad, or there's fucking sad American about to fucking die in a desert. Like, it's it's two different vibes. I'll take the fucking the, the English lad. Like, 
there, there's wash it down later on that night at a Holiday Inn Express with some good yes. tequila. Yep. And there's developed fucking like uh I don't know like type four herpes because you got some <laughs> weird virus from the <laughs> rotting animal carcass that was probably a little too old to be eating the day before. <clears throat> Wouldn't that be died. a bitch? No, fuck it. <laughs> you you can you can uh, you wound up with some rare case of herpes without even getting laid. Ugh, that would suck. <laughs> well, what I love about the Bear Grylls stuff too is like there's obviously a guy on the production team who has to go out like ahead of time and find like a roadrunner on the side of the road and hit it with a slingshot and be like, okay, it's not tainted as long as you get here in the next ten hours and throws it down and like, oh look at this, it's a roadrunner. He must have fallen off a cliff, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> they, they plant food, food for them to find, like recently oh. dead. How many recently dead birds do you accidentally find in the wilderness? Mm-hmm. Archaeologists said that it went off a cliff. Because <laughs> archaeologists are fictional writers. Wait, well, hey, folks, if, in case you're wondering, just to keep on this, uh, you know, conspiracy theory, extraterrestrial Bigfoot ring uh, offering. I don't even get ring offering. Is ring like a short term? Ring is like the, the, group the doorbell thing. Oh, oh. No, it's just oh, I did. Okay. In, in like media speak, you know. I'm That's so true. glad you brought this up. Uh, yeah, like the the ring the, the ring doorbell company is offering a yeah. million dollar prize for capturing extraterrestrial activity on camera. On but camera. Not, but the story seems to say UFO, and I'm just saying. There might be a technicality in this story. I'll have to read the bylines here. But an unidentified flying object caught on a ring camera? What if I shot a piece of spaghetti out of a slingshot and I was like, hey, ring, what was that? <laughs> and if they can't mm. tell me the answer, do I get a million dollars? Doesn't well, they, mean it's they, extraterrestrial. That's true. They will be offering $500 Amazon gift cards for, quote, the most creative submissions that do not qualify. So maybe oh. that's it. I was thinking th- this is where... You know, one of the original OG uh, first time 30 second snippets from the middle class holes. I do my, my Bobcat Goldthwait fucking thing. You know, I just do a cardboard like I do. I get some some dry ice and have, you know, the fog come out and just. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, so <laughs> take a look, folks. Peep, this is people.com. Ring $1 million prize if you're hard up for cash or just want to get creative or you think you got something, you know, Bigfoot or otherwise, get in there. This is the greatest self-promoting, free advertising news story that I've ever seen. Even if they have to pay it out, they're going to win so hard. God bless them. Well done, Ring. By the way, Shaquille O'Neal, he's the one that helped get uh, Ring off the ground. Well done, sir. (laughs) Shaquille O'Neal. I'm Shaq. I love Ring. <laughs> it's the greatest guy to mock. All right. So, fi- final verdict on Bigfoot: Yes or no? Or, or eh, I need to see a little bit more. That's probably the answer for you guys. But I'll say I've seen enough to go through with my plan yeah. of using I, the might of the United States military. I've seen enough that tax dollars should be spent on this fucking search. Yeah. Do, do you do 100%. you think? The conspiracy would take a twist if, in fact, the government shut down sometime a month from now, right before they were ready to put boots on the ground. Like, all right, sorry, folks, can't do it. Government shut down. Hundred percent. The big, the Bigfoot search is gonna have to gonna have to wait until we're back at it. Like, no, he's getting away. 
He's running to Durango or wherever the hell else in Colorado he might be. Yeah. No, 100%. If the government shut down like like days prior to fucking the Bigfoot fucking search party, like the official uh-huh. federal, like the official fucking Marine Army fucking search yeah. party. And yeah. That's uh, that's it smells of big cryptozoology influencing our <laughs> politician. <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, I'm thankful that I spent the last week in Florida considering all the things that are happening around the globe right now. Like we always talk about like they're trying to distract us. Can they distract us with something fun? Wouldn't this be a fun thing to distract us with? Yeah. Hey, Israel's on fire. Uh, blah, blah, blah. World War Three. Russia, Ukraine, southern border. Hey, we're looking for Bigfoot. Cool. Fucking right. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It's like you even know? aliens didn't do the trick. Like, they were like, hey, guys, we got aliens. Look over here. And we were like, we already know that, you pieces of shit. Don't fucking try to trick us. <laughs> like, yeah, my paycheck's worth, like, a third of what it was, like, two years ago. Kiss my dick. Find yeah. Bigfoot. I will, and I would say, <clears throat> Christ, what a, a, a little nobody wound up getting like what fifteen hundred to two thousand people to Roswell, New Mexico, for a quote unquote state or raid Area Fifty One. Yeah. I think if you put, you know, a couple times the effort with the right people, the right marketing skills, the right uh, social media savvy, you could probably get ten times the amount of that for. Look for Bigfoot. Search for Bigfoot. Maybe you're gonna need a little, like a little better of a tagline, like "Find Bigfoot and torture him," or I don't know, <clears throat> find find Bigfoot, get a, a lifetime supply of Jack Links. Um, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, find Bigfoot, get a free interview with John Lithgow to go over his <laughs> award-winning role in Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> That'd be third prize. Also, but yeah. also worth it. <laughs> yes, Jesus, yeah. Jesus Christ, a, a lifetime supply of Jack Link's fucking jerky. I, I could I could pay off my mortgage, uh all your student loans. Yeah. Maybe buy, mm. maybe buy a Tesla for all of us. Man, fuck, we'd be we'd be rolling in the dough. Jesus. That stuff's pricey. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll stay tuned. I think we we say we'll follow up, but this one I think is this one's going to stick. We're going to figure out what what was creeping around uh, in the runs in the far nether regions of Colorado, the great state in between the two great cities of Durango and Silverton. Here's just a quick question: How fast do you think, like, if we sent like an amateur search party into the night woods to find Bigfoot, and so hypothetically there is a Bigfoot? That a, a tiny fucking search party member just gets torn to shreds before we're like, oh, put it down, <laughs> and then carry its carcass back to the zoo. You know what I mean? Like somebody's yeah, ripped in half, right? Yeah, half to. Yeah. I guess we do have a whimsical theory of Bigfoot being a gentle giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, like we're gonna roll up on Harry from Harry, like Harry the head. It's not gonna happen. He's not gonna be like personable. He's probably <laughs> going to kill someone. He's, yeah, he ain't gonna be happy to see us. That's for and I'm gonna. I, I'm, the only thing I have a like to liken it to is gorilla rage. So it's probably going to be ugly. Yeah, like I, I mean, want her to be found. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could, you, I mean, you could just see just by straight how neurotic this thing was when it took a shit. Can you imagine rolling up on it? Yes. Like, hey, buddy. He was probably. Yeah. I'm not even supposed to be awake right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. This is the this is like a, I did the sleep schedule. This is what I don't do. They hibernate. They gotta hibernate at least a little bit, right? You just stayed up yeah. all night. Eight hour sleep yeah. schedules. I don't know. We'll figure it out. When we find it, we'll learn. All right, Murr, We want to learn though. Let's get it going. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Your mental floss. Amazing facts brought to you, of course, by our brand new friend over on Instagram. You can find him too. He's called Cuckster, the number four life. Cuckster for life. You can find that about, I mean, how would you describe it, Wesley? How would I describe the channel? Yeah. Well, I think it's just, you know, it's a, it's a coming of age story. With the emphasis on coming, coming yes. and I think it really, you know, an, uh, a man who uh, realized that if he was going to make a marriage work, he had to do what he needed to do, uh, and lonely times calls for desperate measures and all the other innuendos yeah. that you can think of, but hey man, he's he's getting his message out, he's letting people know that it's okay, it's not a bad thing, cucking is, is alright, yeah. and the cuckster is uh, is for life he's yeah. in it now he's knee deep i think i think it's a good american story about how how a, how a patriot can allow another man to pleasure his wife and, and that's not weird that's that's okay that's freedom yeah. actually if it's, if it makes her happy yeah it makes me happy it's, it's about a man overcoming his own insecurities you know what i mean right not really to, to let yes. a, to, to let his wife experienced pleasure. Yeah. yeah, with with a modest budget, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> we're not talking. We're not talking suites at the W here. We're talking <laughs> motel rooms near airports. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so check him out, Cuckster for Life on Instagram. Did you know, badgers have helped uncover a number of important archaeological discoveries. They've dug up everything from 12th century warriors in Germany to the grave of a 19th century girl in Canada. It seems odd that a 19th century girl in Canada would be an archaeological discovery. <laughs> yeah, a Canadian who died in the 1800s. That's archaeology right there. Uh, I wonder if they, do they do this naturally, you know? Are they just kind of so, so just digging around so much to create uh, create homes for themselves? They dig up all this shit? They get, um, I think they're a little neurotic, and I think when they're on to something, like, they don't fucking stop. Like, if they see something dive in the ground, they're like, that's where it is. I'm digging. And they just keep going. And even if that thing's already run off, they're just like, I'm going to keep going and dig and dig and dig. And so, yeah, I think they're so ferocious in that that they end up uncovering. Yeah, I, they could probably get down pretty deep, I guess. Deeper uh, than the cuckster gets in his wife. <laughs> and, you know, weirdly enough, badgers more or less are the preamble for... Or, or the preface of the, the, the book or the knowledge base of archaeologists because they dig up and then archaeologists, while they're doing the, 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 you know, the heavy lifting, archaeologists then get to create this bullshit story. Yeah. Oh, this is a 19th century Canadian woman. She was a lot more than just a woman. She was a forager, hunter, fisher, woman. <laughs> she was a woman. She died. Fuck. Happens all the time. She must have been real important to the civilization, as you can see the way her bones are crossed, her arms in a prayer ceremony. Like what the? Yeah, okay. all right. <laughs> that's how she was. Don't that's how she was laid to rest. All right. Don't do this. That's a, 
Yeah. Okay. Alan, do you know about the Badgers digging? Uh, I did not. I mean, they are tenacious from what I understand. Makes sense. It's just kind of common, logical. But nope, I have no idea. I have no idea if they have special powers. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry. So do, do you think our archaeologists should start following them around, or do you think archaeologists should start arming themselves with badgers? Ooh, you know how, okay, hold on, Alan. Like, you know how they, they take pigs out into the wilderness to find, like, uh, truffles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was like, you should. they should probably, like, take badgers with them. But I don't know. Are, they're probably mean. Aren't they mean? <laughs> Well, yeah, and archaeologists are pussies, so like you take yeah. the meanest animal out there and mix them with the pussiest human animal out there, then yeah, you're probably setting up for a bad time. Yeah, like archaeologists are just fucking scientists that don't want a scientist on real stuff, on like living things. They're like, let mm. me just check out the dead stuff. You Man, know what I, I mean? I tell that's you. a re- that's a reality show right there. Ooh. What a bad archaeologists archaeologists ba- uh, 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 who then have to like carry badgers around. <laughs> From site to site. Like, guys, are, guys, he's a feisty little shit. Ow, ow. He fucking bites everything. Prick. Well, we named this one Wesley because he doesn't believe in the Louisiana skunk ape, but we're going to take him out and see what he can find. <laughs> then they all just run away. That's, that's probably the problem. You, know, you got to keep them on leashes or something. They all just run away. That's correct. Did you know? The wigs for performers in Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical Cats are traditionally custom-made from yak hair. Costume designers went through 3,247 pounds of yak hair during the production's original 18-year stint on Broadway, which officially kicked off on October 7th, 1982. Damn. Damn. So maybe this Colorado Bigfoot is just a 1982 Cats musical costume. Yeah. performer who just you know maybe he was making his way out to los angeles lost his way literally figuratively ended up in the hills of colorado just to be spotted by someone in the year 2023 all that yak hair <laughs> listening in the sun i wonder if it if it's uh you know they, they, they well one i'm curious about how many other animals they went through to figure out yep yaks are the best but then, I, I, like, you know, what what is it about yak hair that makes for the best wig? You know, it's mm. just malleable, able to, like, create masterpieces with it relatively easy. You can dye it. You can comb it. You can, uh, you, you could, it's, 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 you know, more or less just like a human, human hair, but it's from a yak. I'm willing to what, I'm willing to bet, like, it's everything you said. I'm willing to bet it's, like, it's malleable and it's durable. Okay. It, like, like a yak. I mean, it's all fucked up because they're out in the fucking... But I bet you can comb through it. I bet it's beautiful. I bet, I bet it also has something to do with the, the way light, lighting hits it. You know? Mm-hmm. It's Broadway. It's, it's, you yeah, know, I was going to say, it's probably got a sheen. Nice brilliance to the coat. Yeah. And, and by the way, an extra did you know... I don't know if this was a fun fact, but uh, polar bear hair is actually translucent. The only reason it appears white is because of the environment they're in. Correct. Oh, wow. Did not know that. Whereas another bonus, did you know? Did you know that Andre Agassi wore a wig when he had the long hair? I did, and I also found out he was on meth. Yeah. No. Meth and a lot of of speed, too. I learned so much just there in, like, (laughs) one statement. (laughs) Now that I look back, because I I do, especially around U.S. Open time, that kind of spawns me watching old tennis highlights and trying to, like, you know, get myself prepped up and you watch some of those old ones from like 1990 to nine, like 89 to 93 where he has the bandana with the, the, the 
it's not a it's not a uh it's quasi mullet it's it, it, yeah i was gonna say it's not a mullet but it's kind of toting the mullet line and to uh, realize Richard that that Dean was anderson macgyver mullety yeah but to realize that that was fake all because he was just nervous about you know him being young and losing his hair that thing looks at the time i was like damn that guy's got a great head of hair hindsight being 2020 i'm like that thing looks fucking ridiculous yeah, yeah. why would well, you take that as a mullet i, or I mullet. Was, would you take it as a wig sorry there was a documentary about him and him doing meth and all that other stuff and he he was saying like right when they started doing the canon commercials that's when he realized he started losing his hair and they were like dude we're gonna make so much money off of this your look and, and he's like oh shit and and so he just knew like i can't get i can't give up this money train so he yeah. just went with it. Can't yeah. blame him. By the way, this Beckham documentary on uh, Netflix, Man. much better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be some just run-of-the-mill fucking, oh, the Beckhams, Ooh, Spice Girl, soccer player. Fuck, man. I love David Beckham even more. Mm-hmm. If he could change that voice, if they could give him vocal cord implants, God, he'd be the greatest man on earth. <laughs> Like, give him less Stroud implants. That'd make him great. You know, just kind of a whiny <laughs> soccer player. Yeah. Oh, he's got that. He's got that. He's got that high pitch British accent, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. You're lucky. You're the but, prettiest man that's ever been birthed out of a canal of a. Woman. I was gonna say he he was blessed with a fucking beautiful right foot. All right. Yes. So what? He doesn't have the vocal cords. Boo hoo. <laughs> I could fucking blast a seventy yarder on a dime. Yeah. God. It's great documentary. If you guys haven't watched it, fucking start that shit up. I've seen snippets, but I'll I'll check it out. Did you know, according to Alan Williams, an early manager for the Beatles, John Lennon, who was born on this day in 1940, sometimes napped in an old abandoned coffin Williams had on the premises of his coffee bar. The something, something, something as a gag. I I I can't pronounce the coffee bar's name. So so Lennon used to nap as a gag, as if he were dead? Yes. Oh. Huh. In a coffin. Like, that kind of sounds right. Yeah. But have you ever, like, a coffin? Have you guys ever, like, That's really, weird. like, investigated a coffin, though? Yes. They're comfortable. They're fucking weird. Well, I've not, I've not gotten <laughs> in one. But... Say, Murr, have you gotten oh, in one? I haven't gotten in one. But I've like, I do a lot of deliveries. So, like, I, there's a couple nurse or funeral homes. And I, I put my hand in one and I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh. Yeah. I thought oh, you, I thought nice. you were going to say you lifted Pop Pop up. You're like, excuse me, Pop Pop. I got to feel the bottom of this. Oh, no, damn. But the good. cushioning they put in there and, and then also that confined space, like, I can see, like, I could totally see how some of you, like, look. I don't want to tell anybody this, but I sleep in this shit every fucking night. It's like you can't roll. You, there's no way you can roll around. It's comfy. I, I I totally see it. I think it's underrated. I think a good coffin bed. I mean, look at the Japanese, man. You've seen their fucking apartments. Their apartments are coffins, for God's sake. They're lucky yeah. they can even fit fucking mattress or any kind of foaming in there. Any kind of foaming. Any kind of foaming in there. Egg crates. Ugh. You kidding me? Do you know, I don't know if it was that. Uh, there's a bonus. Did you know? I don't think it was that Beatles manager. I think it was another one, uh, the one who actually OD'd uh, later on. Because uh, I think he he had been documenting how it got weird 
that he was doing so many drugs and, and it become commonplace. Like, ah, I wake up, I do this, you know, afternoon rolls around, I eat lunch, I do this. Four or five o'clock, I start drinking beers, smoke a little weed. Then by seven or eight o'clock, do this, 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 and this, and this. And we go to bed by three or four in the morning, and I get up and I do it all over again. I've done that for the last year. Like, oh, well, yeah, no shit. Then you died of heart failure later on. But there were rumors that him and Lennon were dabbling in a little uh, little, little bisexuality. Hmm. Well, there's also, like, rumors that... Uh, I don't know if it's a rumor. I feel like it was confirmed by, like, one of the ex-wives that... Uh, Marlon Brando and, uh, oh, come on, comedian Richard Pryor had a uh, sexual encounter. Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor had a sexual encounter. Wow. Yeah. Hey, man, the drugs back in the 70s, they I were still, say, they were still fucking like, yeah. they were yes. still figuring out a little uh, column A, a little column B. Yeah. They were trying to figure out what worked. Fucking quaaludes and fucking mescaline. I've <laughs> talked to a, a, a good a person that I know really well <clears throat> who is old enough to have experienced quaaludes many times. And I and the experience that he tells me about, I'm like, man, no wonder you guys did them all. No wonder they're not they're not there's none left. Yeah. The way what well, you just explained it's just kind of euphoric. Well it's like yeah. Wow. And I guess it makes sense that a fat white guy and a black comedian may have been like, hey, man, you want to have sex? Uh, yeah, fuck it. it. Whatever. Let's do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to Durango, Colorado? It's beautiful. <laughs> I had an experience with a giant ape. <laughs> I'd be willing to have an experience with a smaller one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you know? In the nine minutes of screen time, Max Shrek has as Count Orlick an FM... Jesus Christ, I, 1922, I don't know. He only blinks one time near the end of the f- film. Who? I don't fucking know. So it's I mean, a movie. It's, <laughs> a, it's an actor in a particular director's movie that, that was filmed in 1922. The bit is that the actor only blinks once. Yes. Cool. Mm. I'm glad I got all those names of those people so I can remember this fucking piece of information later. Uh, they're not all great. They're not all great. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen, Murr digested a T-bone steak in five minutes and had to get five fun facts in yeah. less than in less than that. So don't worry. That's we rushed him. Well, that's reasonable. We okay. rushed him. Thank we'll you. allow it. All right. Mm-hmm. And finally, did you know? According to a 2019 YouGov survey, 45% of Americans say they believe in ghosts, with more than one-third of those polled saying that they have personally felt being in the presence of a ghost or a spirit. Mm, doesn't shock me at all. Man, wow. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Middle class souls, everyone. Have a good night. I thought knew that was a fucking bullshit. I knew we were doubling down on this whole thing. What What's that it? say? What's that say? What date? That's today. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't make it up. I didn't cherry pick it. <laughs> I literally fucking read the goddamn just, date. Okay. It's just a hell of a coincidence that we do a UFO million dollar prize, Bigfoot is real, and a few other, you know, <clears throat> beyond our comprehension type thing shows Listen, that you do this. At 45%. No, I did not know that. It doesn't shock me. And then what, a third of those people say they've had an experience themselves? Uh, yes. 
Well, no, with one third of those polled. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, finally, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Like we didn't make these stories up. The world made them up, buddy. Maybe somebody here should be opening his worldview a little bit. You know what I mean? His name might be Wes. The the bottom line is there's some things that cannot be explained. Okay, Uh Uh, like you know, like the laws of thermodynamics. You know, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. There's that thing there too. Like we talk about uh, science on the quantum scale and how they know nothing about it. We call we talk about science on 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 the, the maximum scale. They don't know the universe. Every astrophysicist out there says, "Give me one miracle, and I'll explain the universe." Because they don't know what the fuck the Big Bang was, even though they've based all of their scientific knowledge upon it. We talk about the brain. We know 12% of the human psychology. Maybe these things do exist, Wesley. Maybe there are Harry Potter wands that are more powerful than the others. (laughs) That cost 30% more. (laughs) Yeah, gotcha. And and Uh, can I finally, real quick, before you move on, can I just say... When I was talking about Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor, mm-hmm. I did not mean to make a racial joke that I've been sweating about for the last three minutes. <laughs> uh, I didn't an, catch it. That was an accidental coincidence, and I apologize if anyone was offended by it. That's fair. I don't think anybody would. Well, I'll, maybe somebody would have caught it. <laughs> I didn't. No, I mean, intend it that way. I apologize. I've been lo- I've been looking for a title for this show. I think it's going to be The Mer Makes Fun of. You know, <laughs> but The Mer makes a racial joke about Richard Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor having sex while doing a Marlon Brando impersonation episode. 10, 12, 23. Uh, we'll see how many characters I have. I might have to abbreviate that a little bit, but so, I'll, I, anyway, I got some time. I'll make I apologize. Work. I genuinely didn't mean it in that manner. Totally. <clears throat> Alan, you know what I'm talking about, obviously. <laughs> I, do, I did not. That was not not a thing. But ghosts, Wesley. So again, you have a problem mm-hmm. with Bigfoot. You have a problem mm-hmm. with ghosts. No, I don't have a problem with ghosts. It, 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 it just like <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, no, I don't have a problem with ghosts. They just don't exist. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was about to say that too. Yeah, that, that, I think I think a lot of people believe they 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 want to believe these types of things because they like they see something. It's out of the ordinary. It, it can't be explained. Well, yeah, some of these things can be explained. You just don't. I'm not looking deeper. You know, oh, I saw my grandmother floating around, translucently in a <laughs> nightgown. Well, what oh. if it's not specifically someone you know? What if you're like, I, and I'm just, again, I'm just spitballing here. But like, what if you are in Gettysburg and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, dokie, there's a guy in a fucking uniform with a bayonet. Yes, if I'm in the Holiday Inn. Express and fucking, you know, uh, uh, Corporal Johnson of the 24th Regiment of Virginia comes like putzing through, uh, and it seems a little bit odd, then yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, you know, it's never happened to me. That particular thing hasn't happened to me, but uh, I guess if it happened to someone, sure. What do you want me to say? At the Holiday Inn Express. Right. <laughs> I'm talking I'm just, about in like we're the, the middle class holes, dude. What do you mean to say? Oh, you're at the Ritz in Gettysburg. Okay, great. No, I'm not, not not that you're at the fucking <laughs> any hotel. That you're in a fucking like, you know, a a a hollowed ground of a battlefield, and there's mm-hmm. this presence that presents itself. Okay, so you're watching a, a, a reenactment with actors. No, you're not doing okay. any of that. 
You're just literally out exploring, and there's a fucking, like, ethereal being that appears to you. You're like, hey, what's going on? Like, you don't even, you think it's literally a person. You're like, hey, you all right? And they just, like, look around and then just fucking fade away. I suppose that's a, you know, that's a very lucid, a very vivid explanation. If that were to happen, yeah, I I would, I, I, I would, uh. I hope Wes sees an alien talking to Bigfoot in the presence of a ghost. And I hope he tries to tell us that it all happened. Right. I I do kind of hope it all just happens at once. Why do you guys hate on me so much? No, we don't hate on you. We just hate on your your inability to to just open yourself to the possibility. I feel like it steals some joy from your life, too. Yeah. It's stealing joy from my life? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Why do you think that? Because I feel like it leaves you, like, just just these instances leave you so close-minded that you're I was not... talking about fucking Bigfoot eating Jack's links. What do you think? I, that was all tongue-in-cheek? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I meant it was. I meant that. <laughs> no, because, like, I, I get where Murr is coming from here, because I think that, like, when me and Murr... Like, see these articles that we get to talk about them and stuff. Mm-hmm. We have this, like, childlike sense of fucking kind of, like, wonder. Yeah, and be like, okay. oh, my God, could you imagine? That'd be cool. Like, and you're just like, nope. I'm a, it's not I'm... It's not cool because you need to apply the scientific method to these findings. <laughs> gotcha. And, and of all people to say that to, like, I apply. I try to apply the scientific method to everything. And I'm, I'm doing that when I do these bits, too. Mm. And, that, and that's what gives me the gigglies about it. It's like, ooh, I, I can't think of anything else this could be. This might be the thing that it's not supposed to be. Yeah. Right. And you're like, no, it cannot be this thing because logic <laughs> dictates. I don't even think he'd say he goes that far. He's like, it's not this thing because you haven't sh- like slapped a carcass on my fucking dining room table. I'm <laughs> just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. The whole of the science community will bring this unique, fucking scientific finding to Wes Fox's home to make sure he's very, he's pleased with the results. Uh, what if? Okay, what if? What if? Say a situation where a uh, someone from someone from the gospel shows up at my door, okay, and says, "Hey, uh, a dead friend, a dead friend, or someone that you know is talking to me, and they're telling me." That you know, this is what they want. This is what they want to tell you, and I'm like, yeah, bullshit. But then it turns out, like this person who I've never met, you know, from you know, uh, some someone from the choir of a of a of a church nearby, is telling me very finite, specific things about a, a dead friend of mine. You know, what what would you make of that? I mean, it'd be fucking weird. But... Well, there's. That was from the movie Sister Act. I thought you guys would catch uh, on, but uh, uh, all right, well, uh, <laughs> with Whoopi. See, this is why you can't have serious conversations. I know. I'm just like I'm. I'm. I'm now. I'm trying to remember like the scene that this is coming from. Um, and and it doesn't even matter. There's no reason to try to make logical sense of it because he's not gonna. He doesn't care. I think it was Patrick Swayze who was talking to her. That's. The movie Ghost. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. See, you know the worst part about it yes. is, like, if we do find Bigfoot, like, Wes will just acquiesce and be like, "Yeah, I mean, that's cool." But I, I guess what I worry about Wes, <laughs> he, he won't be excited about. No, it. you're right. He'll be like, "Huh, I was wrong. I was wrong." Yeah. Good. 
That sucks. Well, cool. Good for you guys. Where you go? <laughs> I what would be the appropriate response? Uh, like, let's fly out to Colorado. Let's do an official middle class holes no. uh, extravaganza fucking part. Uh, we'll do. Let's do a gender reveal. You know, well, uh, we'll we'll fucking yeah. As soon as that train flies by, blue or pink. Okay, what's the most ridiculous thing that Alan and I potentially believe in that you would be excited about? Mm. Aliens and Bigfoot are run fucking neck and neck. I mean, this is like Secretariat Man of War. <clears throat> but I would, I, I, I'll, I will say Bigfoot. Really? Because it's okay. it's it's localized. It's here. It's on Earth. I, no, UFOs, I respect that. It's, it's UFOs. I like. There's so much more know, to man, comprehend. Like a, yeah, it, 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 a giant seven to eight foot land mammal that you know is like what taking dumps in scenic areas of Colorado, <laughs> and we're like we're just now seeing it, and you guys are like yeah, do you don't believe in that? Like you talk to me like I'm a mouth breather. Like, <laughs> talk to me like I sell fucking stuffed animals at the Tantooine shop in fucking Disney. I bet you those guys are open-minded enough to think about <laughs> it. <laughs> it's it's <a> fucking <laughs> certain. <laughs> yes. And, and that, my friends, is your fun pack Friday. <sighs> All right. So, uh, <clears throat> a little bit of a follow-up on last week's uh, 5G national alert system uh, type. type. <laughs> we got what, a two-for-one here. All right, I like we that. Do, we do have a two-for-one. So uh, the national emergency alert system went off. We kind of we kind of covered it. It was basically alerting people. Well, it was a test <laughs> to alert people in case there was a national disaster or, or something were to happen similar to what happened in Maui and Hawaii. Uh, so obviously this thing blows up goes off people get spooked we covered the uh the covid vaccination portion of it we're not going to get into that but uh a lot of things happened but two particular things happened so prisoners who had cell phones got busted okay <laughs> prisoners have cell phones shocker i thought that only happened in oz and orange is the new black uh but the one that i think i find is a little more compelling is amish people are sunned after uh screeching emergency alert uh, revealed that they owned phones. So sneaky members of the Amish community who smuggled mobile phones uh, were caught after the national emergency alert went off <laughs> on Wednesday. Uh, I mean, we can talk about anything you want. The prisoner thing is also compelling. I mean, I think it's like, it's not a shocker. You know what it's, I mean? But it's, it's really one for one, isn't it? Because the type of Amish person who has a cell phone is basically a prisoner in their own society. So, mm. I mean, no, like, it, apparently a lot of the prisoners knew... So that a lot of them, the smart ones, they shut their phones off, and then they get knew caught. something was coming. Well, if they got a cell phone, they've got access to current events. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. "Yo, yo, yo, shut your cell phones off because they're gonna be buzzing at like two thirty on Wednesday." And then the Amish, you'd think they'd have the same amount of information, but of course you're addicted to your phone, so you don't turn it off. And so the fucking thing goes off, and everybody's like, "What's that?" Uh, <laughs> and they, then then they try to make the sound like it's it's nothing. It's just me burping. <laughs> I just think it's uh, you know what. Every now and again, even if you think it's the government intruding on your privacy, think about all the people that 
shouldn't have these things that you you want man you come on man you want to you want to you want to expose somebody throw a random one out there see what happens a random emergency alert yeah Hey, we're just testing it out. We wanted to do it randomly to see what's going on. Like, imagine how many prisoners. Yeah, like, think, think of like, uh, uh, think of fire drills when you were in high school. You know, just out of, out of the fucking blue. Halfway through algebra. Oh, everyone get up. All right. Got to take roll. Yeah. Most of the time, though, they told you. They were like, hey, we're going to be conducting a fire drill later on this afternoon. So blah, 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 blah. But yeah, when they put the one on that like they didn't tell you about, it, it was like, oh. How are you going to handle this one? Yeah. It went the same fucking way. Let's see how this single file line system yeah. goes. Yeah. Let's see who's the uh, who's the uh, the attendance captain. You know, let's see who's. <laughs> let's see who's the buddy. Let's see who's the captain, and let's see who's to now. There you go. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> there was always at least one asshole who ran out of the building like I'm on fire, <laughs> swinging their arms like fucking windmills. Yeah. yeah. I just, if I just find this, just, like, <laughs> the, uh, the, the prisoner one, I mean, look, no matter where you go, no matter what prison you go to, no matter, it, they, they do price documentaries year in and year out. They have reality shows where someone who goes, it goes into the jail who isn't a prisoner for a week just to like ooh, live the life. Um, this is like, just, just. Hours upon hours upon hours on YouTube of jail, of jail life. Uh, riot breaks out in the jail. Fight breaks out in the jail. What's it like to be a prisoner? What's it like to be the new inmate? And then it then it comes as a shocker that these people have cell phones. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, it, I, I don't know that it's the shocker that they have cell phones. I think we all know. But, like, the fact that they get, you know, highlighted immediately and abruptly. And then it's like, mm-hmm. then you can say, then you can start an investigation. How did this prisoner get a cell phone? And then you got all the fucking crooked uh, uh, security guard workers that are there, and you can start investigating them. And then all of a sudden, you can shut all this shit down. So I think that's why it's good that you for for prisoners. I think that's it, it would be a good exercise to do occasionally without telling them. As far as the Amish are concerned, well, I was just gonna give. I was gonna say, so with the Amish, tell me about them. <laughs> I, that just goes to show you, like, who wants to be there, who doesn't want to be there, and they need to make a decision in their community about what they're going to do with the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yeah, basically. You figure, like, I mean, Alan, we've talked about this. We've talked about your your educational upbringing at Mount St. Joe and the, you know, at <clears throat> a certain point where people... You and friends of yours were like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about this shit anymore. But you have the diehards. You have the people that are like, and again, I, I, I don't say this mocking. God bless them. That's the, that's the way of life that they want to live. Yeah. But okay, you mean to tell me that you live growing up in an Amish community, where your entire life leading up to your teenage years or preteen years, leading you know somewhere in that pocket or that window. Or they're like, you've been beating into you, like, this is the way you live. And you get a fucking teeny tiny taste of that outside world. Oh, man. God. Cheese steaks and fucking cleavage and, and, and fucking some booze. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just talking about the things I like, but uh, yeah. it could be whatever you're. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I would think it's hard to it's hard to fucking avoid that temptation. I like yeah. they had shows, I think, on TLC because, of course, educational yeah. content uh, about like <laughs> fucking kids, like like Amish kids go in fucking American or whatever they call it, like fucking native. Yeah, they they had them on Rumspringer and yeah. they filmed them for like the yeah. year and. Some went back, some didn't. I mean, like, I think all communities have problems, obviously. But there's some times where, like, I drive, I'm driving up to Lancaster, and I'm like, you know, this doesn't look that bad. I work hard every day anyway. What if I just all, what if all I did was work hard, and then I didn't have to worry about anything else? Food's going to be on the table. I'm going to be tired. But I don't have to worry about 401k. Somebody's going to take care of me when I get to that age. You got a well well oiled community, you know. Yeah, it's like a like a, 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 a very uh, c- constructed type thing with it with within, you know. But I feel I, bad for the kids who got caught with the cell phones because, like, if they're shunned now, like, what's their fallback plan? Eh, they're not shunned. They're just gonna get whipped like sixty to seventy times. That's okay. Don't worry yes. about that. <laughs> it takes a while to get shunned. I think. Unless you do something yeah. like egregious. I don't know that it takes a while to get shunned. I think it takes like a <laughs> on the cell phone to get shunned. <laughs> it takes five one second beeps that have a second apart. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Yeah. But then, you know, the, the, with, with the, see, the child in this then tries to say, you know, if this was a real emergency, we all could have been fucking harmed. And the adults like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the English were going to come tell us on horseback. Uh, <laughs> I had to know now. This is for the benefit of the community. Let me see that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stomps it in front of you. That's okay. I got another one. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, God bless the prisoners and God bless the Amish. Yeah, they don't mention the the Mennonites. And by the way, when you drive to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, I think most I think that's mostly Mennonite. Okay. Well, I know. Well, the, the Amish man, they are, they are, they they've got an entrepreneurial spirit. Don't don't let that fool you. Damn, dude. This is uh, oh, yeah. when <clears throat> when my dad kind of uh, transitioned into a different type of uh, uh, like someone doing carpentry in his house. Uh, that person had an Amish helper. And my dad was just like, that motherfucker, that dude works. Mm-hmm. That dude busts his ass. He doesn't take lunch breaks. He just, he, 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 from the minute he steps in to the minute he walks out, he works. He may take a couple piss breaks. That's about it. I can't blame a man for that. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. Christ, that bookcase in my parents' house, that thing's beautiful. Stained. It's got Civil War Oh yeah, novels and Encyclopedia oh, yeah. Britannicas and shit on it. Oh, that is dude. That room is yeah. beautiful. My mom's uh, my mom's like bed frame is like handmade. Um, it's like they're it's like literally they're just logs. They're just fucking like, like lacquered and beautified logs. That for it's it's gorgeous. It's fucking heavy as fuck too. Like it's wild, but it's really nice. Yeah. They better not move. Is that motherfucker? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I literally need a lumberjack to come in and fucking take that bitch out. <laughs> you just call them. They'll know how to deconstruct it and you know, put it back together. Take it and resell it. Ugh. All right. Alan, tell all the uh, Bigfoot 
UFO believers, Amish prisoners, and prisoner Amishmen, where you can find the middle classles. Oh, Jesus. So you can find us on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Classholes on Instagram and Twitter, the middle classholes on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube, and fucking threads and Truth Social and whatever. Fucking 4chan. Check us out there. Reddit. We got Reddit thread. No, we don't. I'm lying. I'm just making shit up now. Anyway, <laughs> and for your listening pleasure, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and do we even take emails anymore? Have we got it? When's the last time we got an email? Now I'm just yeah, asking. Yeah, we haven't got an email. Tickleartummies at mm. gmail.com. Tickleartummies at gmail.com. Yeah. I think we're, we're close to getting a notification of, uh, hey, you don't use this. We're gonna we're gonna give up your email address to somebody else. <laughs> somebody, Can you imagine someone's really like, "Wow!" Like, <laughs> some some uh, some wedding crashes enthusiast. Uh, anyway, we do have a few uh, social media comments. These were hangovers from last week because we had so many from the week before. Uh, either way, uh, this was from a this is from a article that we posted on our official middle middle class holes Facebook page. Uh, it's the Great Wall article. It was where someone punched a hole through the great wall in order to, oh, yeah, to yeah. get from to, from work to work uh winslow types in it's now known as the okay wall of china i found that to be kind of pretty pretty clever yeah isn't it really um, that great come on that's right it, it was but you know was is relative one time chris the aliens helped them build it they didn't good have point. that fucking carpentry good true. point you're right. Have you seen where some of that fucking wall is built? That's only aliens could have done that. Yeah. What the hell are you going to do next? Put up a railway system and then <laughs> film shit out of it? God. Okay. Don't talk about the Chinese making a railway system. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> We're getting double trouble. <laughs> that's a great point. That's a great point. I, t- I, t- I take that back. Um, Actually, we have two comments on this one. This is McDonald's versus Burger King. These were on uh, TikTok and YouTube shorts. So the wizard Quinn, not Queen, Quinn, Q-U-I-N-N, writes, Burger King uh, always had natural ingredients and pushed themselves as real food compared to the processed food of McDonald's. So, I I mean, I vaguely remember that, but I don't think there was like this. was, Was there this monstrative giant ad campaign that says like, yeah. Okay. Murray yeah, shaking your head. There was. There was. There was. It was because like I was they like were like flame broiled. Flame broiled was the one that I always remembered. Flame broiled, always fresh, never frozen. Mm. Unless I'm mixing that with Wendy's, but I think Burger King ran with that a little bit as well. And yeah, because look, McDonald's is processed fucking food. Period. It is the greatest processed fucking food that's ever been processed and put on a fucking plate. Period. I mean, they just, I just feel like McDonald's would have done themselves a better service by saying, like, we are what we are, rather than, like, kowtow. But they're still the greatest fucking franchise in the history of franchises. So who am I to say they're wrong? Me? Me? Okay, well, it brings up to Shadow Wick Queen, I think, right? W-C-W-E, Wick Queen. Uh, seven eight nine zero. Sorry if I butchered that. So he says, uh, I feel on some level that changing to be healthier is a uh, superlatory change rather than an obligatory change. Uh, but that makes it feel less satisfying when you get when it gets changed to the obligatory through feedback. Okay, there's a lot of twenty five cent words in there, as my creative writing teacher would have told me. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, 
not sure I quite followed that. Is like what I think is they're saying that that it's kind of like the way. It really, in my opinion, summarizes what you said. Like they they tr- they change to be healthier, and then upon the change, we realize it sucked more. So then we realized, man, why would you do that? Yeah, we liked what we liked because we liked it. We didn't need you to change because I I feel. I feel like when the government gets involved, they're like, you guys are too dumb to understand that you're doing dumb stuff. And it's like, no, we know what the fuck we're doing. Like, I know, at least. I know this isn't healthy. I just know I like it. But I'm going to eat unhealthy things I like every now and again because it's delicious. And I guess they were like, well, people don't know that it's not healthy and they think this is a good, delightful meal and this will nourish them. And it's like, come on, man. It's not McDonald's responsibility to fucking keep you healthy. Period. Mm. Just get just get four of those hash browns though. Shell those fuckers in. Those hash browns are disgusting anymore. Yeah, man. Dude, they used to be great when they fried them in fucking trans fat filled fucking beef tallow. And we're like, these but how the, long the fuck- ago was that? Like <laughs> for me. Personally, I don't feel like it was that long ago. I feel like early two thousands. It's probably like twenty five years ago. Honestly, like they they were still doing it, like like just full on lard in a fucking deep fat fryer, just and they would come out there. Alan, there would be no like you know how like hash browns. You got like the nice golden crisp hash part of the hash brown, and then you got like the white part of the hash brown. There was no white part. It was just fucking golden crisp all the way fucking through. Well, period. No, I don't, I don't Crunched. That. It was like eating a potato chip. That sounds awful. Why the fuck would you want that? That sounds Awfully delicious. Mm. No, that sounds terrible. I just think you have bad taste. That's fine. But <laughs> well, that just sounds I, terrible. When I develop my time machine, I'm going to take you back and I'm going to get you a fucking full fat, trans fat, everything fucking deep fried <laughs> apple pie. With a fucking yeah. full fat fucking I mean, hash brown. I remember brown. the deep fried apple pies, but like, nah, that hash brown does. I do not ever remember a hash brown like that, and that sounds fucking terrible. They put hash browns that now they put hash browns in a fucking like toaster and just like click clank and they wait for it to pop. There's no fucking oil touching that shit. Yeah, it's terrible. It's awful. Yeah, it sounds busted. It sounds busted. All right, look, I'm going to get to the last goddamn comment. Y'all can fucking argue about this when I hit end and leave. Uh, adult fun time on TikTok. So the adult fun time was where we discussed uh, converting a mall, which are becoming obsolete, into what a diehard, uh, kind of like a Universal yeah. Studios yeah. type diehard. Yeah. So Joseph, uh, I believe it's Mosher, M-O-S-H-E-R. Sorry if I uh, butchered that. Writes, always wanted to turn an old factory into something crazy like a paintball airsoft park on one floor, movie theater on the other. The ideas are endless. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm That's not, what I'm, we're saying. I'm down with so that. It's, a, it's empty canvas. Mm-hmm. I like, look, I like airsoft, but I like the concept of airsoft. I've watched airsoft videos. Man, this guy's taking it way too serious, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, they do. Yeah. They, they, those, those folks are... They're they're worse than the uh, tattooing people. Like like paintball was like, Bob, you hit me because look at this paint that splattered on me. And then airsoft was like, this is real combat. This is what it would really be like. And you got a fucking go honor system. 
Jesus Christ, fuck yo, come on, man, come on. Jesus, man. stop! Like we're we're turning this into like a shit on airsoft comment. The guy was no, basically I'm saying like, on... "Hey, you guys are on the right track. Look at you, fucking turn some malls into some adult fun bullshit." You know, he's right. He's right. It would be fun. I feel like the diehard experience would be enhanced by a real airsoft course. I. I we are in line with each other. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with his comments. His comment mm. is 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 admirable, and I appreciate it. What I'm getting on is like, unfortunately, it wouldn't work because Joe Public would get tired of airsoft assholes not raising their hand when they got hit because mm. all the TikTok videos about airsoft are like, "Hey, watch this airsoft cheater. I'm gonna shoot him in the face five times." With this airsoft sniper rifle that I have, it's <laughs> super high powered fucking yes. sniper rifle. Yeah, with, with a scope that has a webcam on yes. the end of it. Do I get? Yeah, <laughs> and, and and I'll watch them. I'll watch these videos, and it's like, bink, right between the eyes, and the guy's like, oh, like pretending it didn't hit him, and his goggles aren't cracked. Like fuck off. Right. And that and that's what would happen in our mall. And then we would get this reputation of like, oh, that's the mall where all the airsoft guys cheat. And then everybody would leave the mall and it would become a five guys. And I don't so, want that. So what you're saying is, okay, let me see if I'm gathering this whole like mall idea correctly. It wouldn't work because of the honor system that doesn't exist within the airsoft community it would ruin our reputation. But it would work because we allow drunken go-karts. That, that the law and insurance companies just turned a blind eye to. You can't fake junkie go karts. You yeah. are what you are. Well, the, the time, <laughs> look, the timer says it all, man. Like, I don't start and stop it. The fucking light, like, the laser lights do. I don't fucking do anything. You go, blinks, go, blinks, go. Mm. That's it. I don't fucking, I don't, I don't do anything. All right? You, if you uh -huh. got a problem with my fucking go-kart track, you got a problem with infrared. That's it. All right? I don't fucking gotcha. set the rules. You set the fucking speed and the tempo. Not me. All right? I, I don't have to raise my hand to say go. You just fucking go. I tell you what. If Bigfoot's found and we can raise enough money, that guy will either race like Donkey Kong and Mario Kart or he'll wave the fucking checker flag. Who, Bigfoot or Mr. Mosher? Bigfoot. The goddamn thing Ow. they saw in Durango or wherever. This is the dumbest ending of a show of all time. Yeah, this is fucking awful. No, it was just the comments. Thank you all for your comments. Keep them coming. Hey, email us. Don't worry. We'll get to it in two weeks. All right. Good night, everybody. Uh, hey, and sleep tight. And if you're living in the state of Colorado, don't worry. Bigfoot might show up and eat all your fucking cookie crisp, then rip you in half, according to Murr and Howland. That's, that's what he enjoys eating. That's what he enjoys doing. Good night.